What you're about to listen to is a Bri-Fi production. Comic book reviews. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Bri-Fi Podcast. I'm your host Bri-Fi, your comics guy, and this is probably going to be a really quick episode this week guys i uh, just got things going on I'm watching my son and while casey is hanging out with some friends who are in town and i just wanted to sit back and like there's th- things are going on like not like oh god things are going on but like you know I'm, I'm getting into some stuff um and some things to watch to talk about at a later date and so i'm kind of excited about those um, the new One Piece live action series is out on Netflix now, so I'm prepping to watch that. I'm really excited um, for that. Uh, there's an anime that I've been watching. I think I've talked about it last week. Uh, the Jobless Reincarnation anime that's been really good. Um, I'm getting back into Pokemon Violet. Uh, I'm trying to basically get to where I can do raids now because... Uh, from September 1st through the 17th, so that's like right now, uh, Mewtwo raids are happening in Violet and Scarlet. And so to get that, you have to be able to do level 7 raids. Level 7 raids are event-only raids. And to unlock those, you have to unlock level 6 raids, which I didn't know there was a level 6 raids. I thought it was only level 5 raids. So... And I've never done raids before because I was like, I don't really see the need for them. I mean, I've done them, but never like a level five because like, what's the point? My team, I'm going to beat the game and I don't need to do raids. Well, now I want a Mewtwo. And so in order to do that, I have to be able to beat 15 level five raids. So that way I can unlock level six, and level seven raids. So that's currently what I'm doing right now in that game. And I'm really getting into the podcast anyway. So you know what? Let's just go ahead and uh, get on with the Nifty Nerd News. All right, guys. So up first in the Nifty Nerd News, Barbie has reached over $1.34 billion. $1.34 billion, which I'm pretty sure makes this like Warner Brothers largest uh movie but more than like the dc films or anything that they've put out barbie is their superhero movie (laughs) which is kind of crazy man like look i can't say enough good things about it It, it's funny it it has a good message for it and it, it like it touches on nostalgia and ryan Gosling's great in it and so is simu liu so it, it's all around a really funny movie you don't have to be a super fan or even really a big fan of barbie to under, you know barbies were dolls and that's about all you need to know going into this movie and i think it's really fun man i had a, i had a blast with it it's just it's funny to see how well this movie has been doing worldwide and like part of you is like is it gonna get a sequel <laughs> because it's made so money so much money but you know i feel like and it does well obviously it doesn't need a sequel but like it's never gonna live up to this it's never gonna live up to 1.34 billion dollars so i i feel like it shouldn't even 
bother you know like just let it be studios listen just let it be i mean honestly at this moment they can't make anything right now because the writers artists and um, actors are all still on strike and so there's like just an an all hold an all stop on any type of hollywood work right now so that's been going on so hopefully the studios cave and give the actors writers artists like visual effects artists and everyone else who works who actually do the things to make the movies they need to get paid man people get hurt on set all the time hell uh freaking uh, what's his name shooting people so and not not on purpose guys like we all know that but like people you can die in this industry due to failed safety regulations or like just lack a lax safety regulation in this whole system and accidents happen as well you know stunt stunt um people do dangerous work so yeah they need to get fucking paid so yeah anyway um the other movie that came out that weekend you may have heard of it. it's called oppenheimer it has grossed over 777 million dollars um heading in from last weekend i believe it was so it's got to get a couple hundred million if it wants to get anywhere near Barbie's numbers. Um, but, I mean, really we're comparing apples to oranges. But, like, that was, like, the really big anticipated movie coming out. And it just happened to coincide with Barbie, which is another huge <laughs> anticipated movie. So it was unfortunate for that. Um... I don't know if you've ever heard of a movie called Highlander. I had been aware of this movie Highlander, but I never really delved into it because it just didn't look at all that entertaining until I listened to Cult 45 podcast. Uh, shout out to Beat 'em Down and Random Randy Savage. Uh, watched Highlander 2 and discussed it on their podcast and now it sounds like the most awful movie that i want to see I, I bring that up only because here recently in the news they were confirming that there is still going to be a highlander reboot apparently there's like a television series going on right now that i don't know i don't know enough about the highlander world and based on what i've learned from cult 45 no one knows what's going on <laughs> In the Highlander world. But what has very much interest me in the reboot is that Henry Cavill is tied to play the Highlander. And if you if any nerd person knows anything about Henry Cavill, is one, he's a nerd guy. And two, he's really a nerd guy. <laughs> like, you know, he's like big in the Warhammer, you know, he loved the Witcher series and had a big heart for that so i can only imagine his excitement and the studying and the lore that he has delved into to prepare himself for the highlander role uh which has me very like this dude is a super nerd man and he just happened to grow up chiseled sexy and like monstrous and have like the greatest charisma he's everything nerds wish they could be but that's because, you know, he took the time and training to become that way. Like, we're just hoping that 
who knows? Like, I don't know what we're, I'm, I'm just hoping, you know, like an actor just sees me and I tell one joke and he's like, Hey, I want to be your best friend now. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I wanted. And that's all I ever needed. <laughs> like, I just needed the chance to tell this one joke to get you to like me. And now we're best friends forever, which <laughs> reminds me of something like me and my friends from work, we were talking about like, first off, like the average Joe's confidence. And so like that, my, my own confidence in like, yeah, I just need one chance. Like I just need an actor, a producer. So just to listen to me, talk with me and they would love me and they would want to cast me in something or work on a project with them. Like that's how overconfident I am as an average person. <laughs> but we were talking about this at work and there was a poll that went out to like people who play tennis and ask them, do they think they could win a game, which is four points, against a professional tennis player? And like well over 60% of people said, yeah, I got this. Like it's just one game. Like out of like two to three, like two best of two sets, I think I get one game on like, I can't remember. I think it was like a top 100 tennis player. Maybe it was even less than that. Maybe it was like top 500 tennis player or whatever like that. And it's funny because so I've played tennis in high school and like me and one of my other friends, we we both played tennis and like like they were talking about this on a tennis show, too. So there are actual pros or retired pros on there. And even we knew that was pretty laughable, like pros are next level like they are on such there is such a difference between the best average Joe and probably the worst professional player. Like, there's a reason why they're pro still. Like, they might be the worst professional player. They might be the worst baseball player, the worst basketball player. But they were, they are still good enough where the coaches aren't looking at your YouTube videos. They're not like, oh, we need this guy who can do trick shots. No, they're going to go with the guy who, even though he might not be the top player, he's still way better, way better trained, way better conditioned than you will ever be <laughs> and so we found it really funny and then you know we kind of joked around i started joking around well like man i was the best player in my high school i probably could get at least one game off so <laughs> so it's funny i like to troll like that but yeah that's kind of like the same energy i'm giving myself with uh trying to be the next awesome nerd like henry cavill like i just want to be henry cavill's friend that's all i want <laughs> and then the last bit of nerd news or let's you know what this isn't nerd news this is definitely not nerd news i'm sorry about that this is 100 percent online drama so we're back to small town drama here with a bri-fi podcast and um this was something i found on the internet and i at first i didn't think anything of it because it was kind of like a am i the asshole like that's what it was it's a subreddit on reddit called am i the asshole they explain the situation and ask people hey was i the asshole in this situation or am i right in my way of thinking and after listening to this person's story i did not believe they were the asshole at all i fully agreed with them and didn't see the harm in what happened until i read the comments and then i realized they're in this scenario, which we will talk about in a second, there are definitely two groups of people. The groups of people that do the said thing 
and then liars, in my opinion. <laughs> so what what they were asking if they were the asshole on was peeing in the shower. And not just peeing in their own shower, but they were staying at a friend's house and peed in the friend's shower. And then the next day told the friend about it. The friend got very upset and was like, that's disrespectful, it's disgusting, it's all this other things. And I kind of thought to myself, because, spoiler alert, I'm fine with peeing in the shower. I have nothing to get. I'm pro-peeing in the shower because it's a drain. Like, there is a drain. And they all go to the same. There's not, like, a specific water, like shower water piping and poo-poo water piping. Like, it all goes to the same header and goes to the same plant to get water treatment plant to get treated, recycled to whatever extent, and reused in some other application. So in my mind, there's not a big difference. Now, yes, I'm not pinching off turds in someone's shower or anything like that, but peeing in a shower, I don't see the harm in that. However, I have now come to realize a lot of people do. <laughs> they... They think it's gross, it's nasty. But then I think about like the people like that I've seen in this world that in exist and need to take showers and the things that they will scrub off of their body and go into that drain has got to be way more disgusting than my urine going down this drain. And so it's, it was just eye-opening is probably the best way to put this, man. Like how, like I can only think, like I said, there's only two options to this, man. These people are trolling to be like, oh, no, you're super disgusting. Or they're goddamn liars. Because I don't know. You were a child once. You probably pissed in the tub. All right. But like, I don't know. any Like, not that like, that, not that I'm polling people. But like, I can't think of anyone. Like, because I mean, we've joked in high school and when we were younger and stuff. I don't know anyone who hasn't peed in the shower. It's convenient. You're just standing there. You let it go. It goes down the drain. Hell, you're washing your hair. Soap gets on the ground. Maybe it picks some of that up. And God knows you, at least, I hope you clean your shower. I know people aren't cleaning their showers every day, but we, you know, we clean our shower at least once a week or once every other week. So it's not like we're just sitting on crusty, piss-stained floors or something in our shower or our bathtubs or whatever like that. Like, no. And maybe that's what these people are thinking, is that, like, people who pee in the shower don't clean the shower. They just leave it there. Like, I don't know, man. Like, But I just found it so... so fascinating that this was, like, the hot topic on the internet for the day. That I was reading, like people were so vocal and so upset. You would have thought we were talking politics here. Like that's how upset people were about this whole ordeal. <laughs> so what do you do? You pee in the shower? Do you not pee in the shower? Are you? I don't know. Maybe you're complete chaos and you're peeing in the sink. Who knows? But I just I'm I'm pro pee in the shower, man. Like like I said, I clean my washateria facilities i don't know what you would the bathrooms so it's not like there's just crusty pee all over the place like it gets cleaned and we are clean people i don't know what these other heathens are doing but what are you let me know <laughs> go to my social media everything's at bri podcast let me know
Anyway, that's it for the Nifty Nerd News this week, guys. Let's take a short break here and we'll get into what we wanted to talk about for the whatever I want to review for the day. All right, guys, thanks for sticking around for the last bit of the BriFi podcast. We're going to talk about the thing I wanted to review. And if it's a positive charge, negative charge, or neutral charge, meaning either if it's positive, you need to see it. If it's negative, don't even bother. And if it's neutral, eh, it's not terrible or it's not like out of this world great where you need to see this. Like you, like you can, I don't care if you watch it or not. <laughs> Um, if it's negative, I care if you watched it because then we're, we can't be friends anymore. And if it's positive, I care if you watch it because we need to talk about it. Like that's, that, that's how the rating system goes with the BriFi podcast. It's only good, bad, or meh. But this week we're talking about a show over on Disney Plus called Ahsoka. And if you don't follow Star Wars, you may not know who Ahsoka is. You might just know that a very attractive lady is playing her. <laughs> Rosario Dawson is playing Ahsoka. Now, if you're someone who is very familiar with um, the character and Star Wars, you may know that she comes from the Clone Wars cartoon show and then I think goes into the Rebels uh, show and then moves on to here. Me, as a casual Star Wars fan who enjoys the movie and watches some of these series knows who Ahsoka is because I've seen her in things and didn't really know what to expect from this show but had high hopes or like I have positive hopes you know we've had stuff like Andor, um, The Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett all are solid shows and really really fun and like I love The Bad Batch that's one show that I've been watching the hell out of and I'm a big fan of and so if you like stormtroopers and good guy stormtroopers, you need to watch the bad batch. So that that man, maybe I should talk about that show. Man, I should just talk about all the all the Star Wars shows and like a quick hits of like watch it, don't watch it. But today we're gonna talk about Ahsoka. And right now I'm only three episodes in, maybe three or four episodes in, and I'm enjoying the hell out of it, man. I don't really know who any of these characters are. But I've been having fun with learning who they are, seeing their interactions with each other, and their weaknesses and their strengths. It's been a lot of fun. I fully believe Rosario Dawson is amazing as Ahsoka. And seeing and and like remembering what her character was and how she acted as a young Padawan under Anakin Skywalker, and now seeing the woman that she's become... Uh, in the Ahsoka series, it is very interesting to me. I kind of want to go back and see how it all plays out. How much was it Rebels that changed her versus just the Clone Wars and Anakin's betrayal? Like, what has happened to make Ahsoka this character? And there's references to Rebels. Like, I, I believe the characters that are in this series come straight from the rebels cartoon show which is pretty interesting uh even though i really don't know who any of them are but i'm coming to like them and there's one character that they keep referring to that seems to be like the 
the, maybe not the crucial plot point, but very much the driving force behind what's happening and what has happened to this character, but more importantly, what's happened to another character that the Empire is trying to find that uh, seems even more important. So that's what's been really interesting is it's kind of like a treasure hunt in a way that they're chasing after a map and they're chasing after an evil team that's trying to complete their goal. And it seems that the two goals, the good guy goal and the bad guy goal kind of run parallel to each other and almost overlap to where if they each find the same thing that they're looking for, they will find the, their ultimate prize. So it's been, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of a race. It's kind of, like a, like a race to finish at the same time. But it's also, it's not going so fast-paced where it's hard to follow. So it's been really interesting. I like the pacing of the show. I don't like I don't have an issue whether it's too fast or too slow. It's got a good pace to it. Uh, like I said, really the characters have been the standout for me. It's been really enjoyable. And of course the droids. Like every Star Wars has to have its droid. And there's one droid in here who used to train jedi padawan and now since the fall of the initial republic and order 66 and all that i guess he went into hiding and is now teamed up with ahsoka and it's and ahsoka is now getting her padawan back um man what was the girl's name i can't remember her name uh it's got awesome colored hair though and she's really cool and she's a Mandalorian so it's a Mandalorian Jedi which is very interesting and very cool to me and also at the same time it's kind of like hey we got this really cool show called the Mandalorian it's got Mandalorians in it hey let's talk let's do another really cool show the book of Boba Fett oh that's some more Mandalorian stuff hey let's um let's do something different let's do Ahsoka oh but you know what we should have in there put a mandalorian in there <laughs> like that's what it feels like it feels like just Mandalorians everywhere it's like superhero movies, but Star Wars and Mandos. But um, it's good, though, man. I'm really enjoying the show. I'm enjoying the way it looks. Getting to see... And it was kind of like this with, like... Um, what was the last show? I mean, like, with all the Star Wars series. Getting to see what the rest of the universe is doing. And the fallout of the fall of the Empire and the rise of the New Republic and how it's not so clean and how it's not just hey the evil is gone and we're all happy like there are still people who are loyal to the empire and there are still people out there trying to make take advantage to make money or to make get power and other kind of things and it feels like the new republic is overconfident in their in their victory and their ability to keep peace and so that's been very interesting to see that. And now it kind of makes sense why the Empire keeps coming back. Because I feel like it is the fault of the New Republic. It's the fault of like the... It's their own security with their power and their own ignorance. Which lets things go unchecked and allows the Empire... Um, the scattered remnants of the Empire to increase power and come back. I'm pretty sure this takes place before the new the three newest movies the um the ray movies and like after three four and five so it's like some or four five six 
not three, four, four, five, six. So it takes place after six, but before seven, I believe. Maybe not. No, because Mandalorian. No, when does the Mandalorian take? See. No, Mandalorian takes place before the new movies, too. Or it's like somewhere right in the beginning of the new... No, it has to be before the... I don't know when any of this takes place, but I know it's after the original trilogy. And that's about as far as I go. <laughs> I can look this up. Like, I can literally... I'm sitting here in front of a computer right now, so I could just bring up Google. Say, Google. You can hear me typing it in now. What time frame does... Uh, so how do you uh, so take place? There it goes right there. I spelled Ahsoka wrong the first time. It's A S H O K A. Uh, Eleven A B Y. What does that mean? It's set at a pivotal a pivotal moment of the Star Wars timeline. What is the pivotal moment of the Star Wars timeline? That's what I'm trying to understand. Um. I don't care about what Star Wars does. So, it says, regardless of the precise date, Lucasfilm has confirmed that Ahsoka is co concurrent with The Mandalorian Season 3. This explains why Ahsoka Tano, for that matter, Sabine Wren. Okay, that's the Padawan. Sabine is her name. Don't turn up in that season, Season 3 of The Mandalorian. And importantly, is also means the meeting of the, Imper the Imperial Shadow Council seen in the mandalorian season three finale finale is set before the events seen in ahsoka episodes one and two so it kind of takes place right after season three of the uh mandalorian but it doesn't really give me okay here we go the mandalorian season one is known to be set in 9ABY after Brian's yay. I don't know what ABY stands for. So five years after Return of the Jedi. So 9ABY is five years after Return of the Jedi. And they say Ahsoka takes place, what do we say? Around 11ABY, so... That's two years after that, so seven years after Return of the Jedi. So we are definitely well before the the latest trilogy, the 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 Ren and Kylo Ren stuff. We are very much still, like I said, just after the Imperial falls and the remnants are scattered, but not gone. So it it makes more sense. So I, I and I like that. Like I like this era of Star Wars because it's hopeful but there's also still a lot out there to take on so it's a really interesting era of Star Wars and I like this man I do I mean not that I don't like the Old Republic because that's a really cool stuff and getting to see some of that in the prequel series or the, the prequel movies but not truly getting to explore any of those worlds like that's what i hate the most we didn't get to truly sit in the old republic and get to see what that era was like and that world is like but we're getting to explore that now with the new republic which is really nice and fun but i kind of wish we would get some like knights of the old republic stuff 
in in series format because I think that could be really fun. I mean, you got oh no, because even Obi Wan is set right after the fall of the Old Republic and the rise of the Empire, so you don't even get that with the Obi Wan series, which kind of sucks. But that was a good series too. Anyway, currently though, three episodes into Ahsoka, I'm feeling it, man. I'm loving this. It's fun. There's some good action into it. There's a bit of humor. I love the acting. It's a lot of fun. And the costuming, the makeup, and like prosthetic stuff that's used is really cool. There's some pretty cool practical stuff in here. But of course, heavy on the CGI. But you get to see some cool spaceship stuff too, which I'm a big fan of. I love space battles. I love space. I just love flight in general. I'm a big fan of that. So there's some cool stuff going on in here that uh, I think people, even though if you're not a huge fan or a huge have a huge knowledge base on Ahsoka, I think you'll really enjoy it. I know I sure did, and I'm like, you know, casual fan of Star Wars, and like not really knowing much about Ahsoka and her character, except for like a little bit that I've seen. So as far as a rating goes for the Ahsoka series on Disney+, Plus, positive charge for me. I definitely think it's worth checking out. Uh, hey, you don't like it, you don't like it, but I think you should give it a shot. I know, I'm glad I did. But that is all that I have for this week. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. I know it's kind of a quick episode, but just want to get in, get out, and let you enjoy the rest of your week. And uh, we'll be back next week with some more stuff to talk about. We'll probably be talking about uh, the live-action One Piece. And maybe, hey, maybe they got it right this time. Maybe Netflix finally gave us a live-action adaption that wasn't total horseshit. So I'm hopeful for that. That's all I got for you this week. We'll see you all next week. Bright fire out.